What's going on, everyone? Before we start the podcast this week, I must tell you about Friday, the 15th of May, 2020. We are raising money for three incredible charities, Perennial, Thrive, and Green Fingers, uh, and we are going live for 24 hours. That's right, 24 hours. It's being streamed on Facebook. You'll be able to listen to it on this podcast in a few months' time, but get involved Friday, the 15th of May, 5 p.m., Let's do it. This is a Skin and Chin Gardener podcast sponsored by Flyro. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to the Skinny Jean Gardener podcast. This week's podcast is one that I didn't expect to put out, but we'll talk about that in a second. I just want to quickly say thank you so much to Flymo for sponsoring this podcast. Next week is Hover Week, so you'll be able to see lots of content coming out about that. Celebrating the Hover. Oh, yes, ladies and gents, celebrating the Hover. Get ready for that. And we've also got a few little podcasts for that as well. Um, but before that, actually, should we do the intro and then I'll go into why we're doing this podcast this week? Okay, let's do it. Okay, so let's get into this week's podcast. It was uh, actually, I didn't expect to put this podcast out with Monty's dog Nigel, but it's really sad news. Unfortunately, Monty Don announced at the start of the week that his old friend Nigel has sadly passed away. Um, so I don't know. I just felt like maybe this was a good time to repot this interview that we did. Um, I'll explain why. Obviously, it's not an interview just with a barking dog. It, <laughs> obviously, when this happened two years ago, this podcast came out, and on Twitter, Monty's dog Nigel was a, a big thing. Like everyone listened and watched what Monty's dog Nigel was talking about during the episodes, and I found out who was behind it, and it wasn't Monty Don. Surprise, surprise! And I said, "Look, he's a scoop." Oh, oh mate, he's a scoop. Uh, can I get you on the podcast? And it went down really well. Like I had so much um reaction from this podcast from this interview that i thought that now maybe we'll just repot it and put it out there because i know we've got so many podcasts uh for new listeners that are coming on that to you know i'm not don't expect you to go back 200 odd episodes to listen to <laughs> listen to this one so i thought i'd repot it see if you enjoyed it but it's a really great one in fact uh it, matt peskett is the man behind the dog uh behind the voice of the dog and uh, it wasn't actually long after he did this interview that it all came out that he released the news that he is the one. So, you know, some of this is a bit like, oh, you're not sure, you don't want to give too much of the game away. And then he did afterwards. <laughs> um, so, yeah, look, here it is. Here's the interview with uh, Monty's dog, Nigel. I hope you enjoy it. And um, I'll see you on the other side. Cha, 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 cha. The garden chit chat. Cha 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 cha. The garden chit chat. Con- conduct the podcast with his voice. Like not, on Crime Watch. Can you not do the face of it though as well? It's like you had a stroke or something. <laughs> you have to. Um, so, Monty's dog Nigel, where did it all begin? How did it begin to start with? How did it all begin? Um, so about, well it began four years ago, 
2014, April, to be precise. <laughs> um, I had always done the voice of Nigel when he came on the TV screen to try and annoy my wife. <laughs> That's the kind of funny guy I am. So Monty would come on screen, he'd be doing something at Gardener's World, you know, putting in some potatoes or something. Um, Nigel's lurking in the background. He looks like he's got an opinion most of the time. So I would just do a silly Scooby-Doo voice. Like, yes, Monty. Yes, I'd like that, please. And please throw my ball. And my wife said to me, you're not funny. And I said, I think I am funny. I said, you know what? I'm going to create a Twitter account to see if I am funny as Monty's dog, Nigel. And she just ignored me. So I created a Twitter account while I was watching the programme. And, um, yeah, I, I think there was nothing going on around the hashtag Gardener's World. Mm -hmm. There was a little bit of conversation going on on Twitter about um, just generally tiny little comments like, what is Monty wearing? Um, there's always people going on about what is Monty wearing, which I really can't get my head around, but anyway. Well, I don't understand it because he wears the same thing. He's probably been wearing the same thing. Yeah, but there are some people out there that are really quite... Just, they just they pay too much attention to that rather than the show itself. I don't really... I can't get my head around. Anyway, there was some conversation going on, but not enough. And I thought, I will like everybody who's talking about it and follow a few people. And I did that. The show finished that day. It was a half an hour show because it still was the background. And then I think we went out for the evening, um, the rest of the time, down to the pub for a couple of hours. When I came back from the pub, the Twitter account had 54 followers. And I thought... I'm onto something here yeah. because I don't mind saying that my background is in digital marketing and I have created social media profiles for companies. So I know a little bit about how to generate followers and how to, how to get things moving along. Um, but I have also worked with London based agencies who have spent thousands trying to get Twitter followers and not been that successful in one hour. Yeah. So I thought, well, I'll just carry on with it. Um, and I didn't really have a plan after that. It was just a bit of fun. Yeah. Um, but, as I say, there wasn't really an official Gardener's World presence on Twitter. There was the magazine account, but that was fairly inactive. I hadn't had anything going on for about six months at the time. Monty had left Twitter and, and vocally said that he was leaving Twitter because he'd had enough. Right. Because he'd been getting a bit of grief over something to do with badges his clothes probably it was to do with badges <laughs> um, there's quite a few articles if you google it about Monty's left Twitter so I just started being Nigel on Twitter every week and I thought well what would Nigel be doing today at Longmeadow and I, honestly I didn't know enough about what was going on at Longmeadow so over the years I've had to read Monty's books I've had to try and get into it my wife says I'm actually a bit of a stalker and <laughs> <laughs> in a way I know what she means right it's, I'm not stalking Monty Don. I am not stalking anybody. Let's just get that clear. Let's, clear Let's just get that clear. I'm not going and hanging around outside of Longmeadow <laughs> looking for glimpses of Monty. I just read the books and I try and understand the characters that are involved. And I try and figure out the personality of Nigel. But at the same time, I try and make it abundantly clear that I am not really at Longmeadow by making outrageous claims and outrageous stories. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and, and sometimes, for a little while, people thought it was real. 
there's every now and again I have to put out a tweet that says, just so you know, I'm not Monty, I've never been to Longmeadow, I'm not really a dog. I'm sorry if that <laughs> spoils everyone's belief, but that's how it is. Because And, and then when I do that, I lose followers. So that means there are people out there that think I really am a dog. And if I do one of those tweets, I will lose about 30 people because I think, oh, well, I'm not following him anymore. He's not really a dog. <laughs> so that always baffles me. Yeah. So I just make stuff up and I try and think about what might be going on at Longmeadow. The, the funniest one I had was Monty's always going on about his banana plants. Yeah. Right? It's a fairly recent thing. He likes his banana plant. And I think I did a tweet where I had a picture of some giant monkey footprints, like from King Kong. Yeah. And I said, loud noises last night around Longmeadow, woke up this morning to these giant footprints, and the banana plant's gone. <laughs> right. Thinking everyone's going to get that's a joke, right? King Kong's come, come around and yeah. he's stolen the banana plant. Monty started getting tweets from people saying, sorry to hear about people stealing your banana plant. Have you reported it to the police? Which Monty's replying, what are you talking about? Oh, no. what is, there's nothing going on with my banana plant. And I'm thinking, oh dear. This is, how have they not seen through this? How has anyone thought that's real? Yeah. A lot of people think it, it's actually Monty. Yeah, like, I've I had that. I was surprised when yes. I found out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think anybody who gets to know Monty, reads about Monty, would know. There's no way on earth he would try and humanise an animal, give it a character. Um, I think that, Probably or write, goes a, or in... write a book about a, a dog or anything Well, like. <laughs> yeah, all right. He did write a book about the dog, but about dogs in general and, and his life with dogs and how they've kind of improved his life. And, um, but it's not like he's not humanising that dog, you know? Yeah. He's not um, adding a voice to it or a character. And I think that probably, in some ways, what I do with Nigel on Twitter goes against what he would like to do with it. I don't think he would ever have approved it. Right. if I'm honest but at the time I didn't know that because I didn't know enough about Monty but now I think we're too far down the line you know we've got 34,000 followers of a dog so I I probably keep it a little bit more under control now than I used to I try not to make it too outrageous yeah um, and there are a few rules Nigel obviously tries not to talk about sex or politics it's not really the kind of thing a dog's into <laughs> of course not <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be right Sometimes I'm quite tempted. Sometimes you will see my own personal views creep in. Yeah. I mean, Eurovision. What kind of a dog likes Eurovision? I don't know. What sort of person likes Eurovision? I love Eurovision. I can't believe you watched it. Love it. <laughs> love Eurovision. So Nigel loves Eurovision. Cool. And, and that's one of my favourite dates of the year, is Nigel tweeting through Eurovision. It's a whole <laughs> different ballgame, isn't it? It's fun, though. It's like, it's like you saying there's not... When you first started it, there was never... There's still no... Bill tweeting from Gardner's World. So you've got a few different um, profiles. You've got the show's profile, which was previously attached to the flower shows. Yeah. And that now is much more about Gardner's World. And, and they will retweet Nigel and I will retweet them. We've not got an arrangement. I haven't got any arrangements with anyone. There are no contractual obligations with anyone for Nigel to retweet things. There's no one sending me things to tweet. There's no one giving me inside information. I mean, that was another thing for a little while. So I had some DMs um, through Twitter from Monty saying, hi, where are you getting these pictures from? Because he thought that it was someone on the production team who was being Monty's dog, Nigel, kind of on the sly. Yeah. Um, I think he, he was trying to figure out how. And I just said, I just screenshot the show. I mean, it's just screenshots from Gardner's World 
I crop it and I stick it up. I mean, sometimes it's just a foggy morning. And I've seen a foggy shot. I've, I've saved it. And then I've woken up. I've checked the Met Office forecast for near their house to see what the forecast is actually like at Longmeadow. This is so, so involved. <laughs> <laughs> to try and make the tweets as accurate to react. Because I'm not anywhere near Longmeadow. I've never been to Longmeadow. I don't have a dog. Yeah. I've met Monty for 30 seconds at a book signing. It's not like... I know a lot about it. So I have to try and do as much as I can to make it as realistic as possible. And there's no point me saying that it's snowing here, for example, if it's not snowing there. So I, I try to make my tweets fairly accurate to the forecast yeah. of the area, which might be going a bit far, but it doesn't happen often. I can see why he was a bit freaked out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but a picture of fog comes up, or not always fog, whatever. You know, Monty in the garden, some, some shot. And it's all stuff that's been public. Nothing is, is ever passed me from somebody else people always ask me how do you cut your lawn well the simple answer is well uh, let me tell you I fly mo fly mo with daily fly mo fly mo fly mo with daily fly mo fly mo fly mo with daily เดลี่ฟลามอฟลามอฟลามอฟลามอฟลามอฟลามอฟลามอฟลามอฟลามอฟลามอฟลามอฟลามอฟลามอฟลามอฟลามอฟลามอฟลามอฟลามอฟลาม
<laughs> and if all four words are said, it's a full Monty and you drink the whole drink, you down it. And that's basically it. It does encourage people to pay a little bit more attention to what's going on, and it's quite fun. It's normally about 100, 200 people playing along at any one time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's quite, it's quite a fun... It's different. ...novelty aspect. <laughs> well, gardening, right? So gardening... Why does gardening have to be so dull? It's represented in the media in quite a dull, boring way. Yeah. And I don't really get that. I think there should be a lot more humour in it. I think it should be a lot more fun. So I can see why four years ago on social media you had, say, the X Factor all over social media, apps, vote for your favourite act, red buttons, this, that and the other. Yeah. It's a younger audience. But that didn't mean that you should just ignore it for the older generation. And I, I get that gardening tends to be one of these things that you you either do when you're young and come back to in later life yeah. or probably never do it. But that doesn't mean that we say, oh, well, there's no one on there. No one's gardening between the age of 13 and 30 or very few people. So let's not do any social media. Mm. Because I think as, as the invention of Nigel has proved and the fact he's got 34,000 followers, there is a demand for social media in that market and and there is a desire for comedy i mean if i look at the demographic profiles because you know when you can go into twitter in your own settings you can see your own profile yeah the top thing is comedy <laughs> right most people will follow nigel like comedy and then second to that is gardening but comedy is higher than gardening right and i find that quite interesting and it's mostly women aged 35 to 46 that follow nigel yeah and um, a ladies man bit of well yeah but then i mean gardening is more of a female dominated dominated um, audience. Yeah. I think if and, and experience, there are more women gardeners than men. I don't think I'm wrong in saying that. That's probably something to do with hunter gatherer ancestral um, inheritance or something, where women were gathering and men were out hunting meat, and, <laughs> and women. Are, I've read some articles about that that suggest that's why there are more women in gardening. Um, but that's that's really where Nigel was at it's 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 comedy it's comedic it's trying to add a bit of humor and it's just just being light-hearted really and a bit a bit of fun yeah I won't use the word banter because I don't really like it it's a bit laddie it's a bit laddie but it's almost gardening banter in a way. <laughs> yeah um and it's intermixed with some serious retweets and some serious topics and things from the RHS or retweets of the NGS Gardens. Yeah. And, and ironically, in that respect, being Nigel and tweeting as Nigel has changed my life. It's changed the direction of my life. It sounds quite dramatic to say it's changed my <laughs> life, but, but in many ways it has, because through reading more and more about Monty and what, what he's been through with his, with his depression and with gardening, and having had um, some mental health episode about two years ago myself I actually found it quite therapeutic to get into the garden and now I'm really into my gardening myself and if you went back four years yes I did a bit of gardening yes I had a small vegetable plot but now I mean I am totally into it yeah so Nigel has caused me to go down this different route where I now have a day off a week for gardening and which I'm very fortunate to do but it's ironic that I'd, I was a little bit interested in gardening. I thought I'll have a bit of fun with Nigel. Yeah. And now I find myself 
actually kind of diverging away from Nigel and more towards gardening in its own right just for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's been an interesting journey. Do you think you'll ever meet Monty? Or like, do you think you'll ever out yourself to Monty? I have, a couple of times, out myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have met, right, so yeah. So I've, um, obviously, I've said, I've seen him at a book signing. Yeah. So, he's very kindly signed this copy of, uh, of Nigel. I was going to say, it's a recent book signing. Yeah, yeah. If you listen to yeah. <laughs> Two Monty's love, Nigel. Keep up oh. the good work. Monty Dot. But it doesn't mean he knows who I am. Yeah. I was like 30 seconds at Hay Festival. Um, we have occasional communication on Twitter, but he doesn't know who I am. Right. No. Um, would I out myself to him? Well, as I say, I, I, I've, I've met him at book signing and said I am what his dog Nigel, and he's not punched me in the face, which was a bit of a relief, to be honest, because I was quite nervous. Is he just going to lay me out? Carried away by security. <laughs> um, no. No, security didn't get involved. That was, that was a bit of a relief, really. So what, where do you think you'll see... This sounds ridiculous, because it's like speaking to a dog, basically, but where do you, yes. <laughs> where do you see like the, it going? Sponsorship deals? No, see, okay, so I get asked that question a lot by, by friends, and, and there are probably five or ten people that, that know I am Nigel, yeah. and they've all been very good and, and not spoiled everybody's fun by kind of outing me. I don't see any money coming from it ever. And yet I always get asked that question, how can you make money from it? How can you make some money from being Nigel? You've got 34,000 followers. And I think it's quite telling that as a society, our instant thought is, how can you make some money from this thing? Yeah. And I'd be a lie if I hadn't, hadn't thought, you know, could this go somewhere financial? Because I keep getting asked the question, could it make me some money? But I didn't start it with money in mind. I started it for fun. And yeah. I think like a lot of things in life, if they're going to be successful, you've got to have a good heart and a good passionate reason for doing that thing to begin with. And the money will come later if it needs to. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. If you go into something thinking, I'm only doing this for financial reasons. And I, I, I take this experience from, from businesses that I've tried to launch and, and other things I've been involved with. I sound a bit entrepreneurial now. <laughs> but if I go into that thing thinking, there's a market for this product, I really don't care about that product, but I'm going to push this company... The company never really is very successful. Right. And it's ironic that if I think there's a market for this, I've got no product, but I'm going to start tweeting as a dog, then it gets quite successful. But at the same time, I have to respect the fact that Nigel is really trading on the brand of Gardner's work. I mean, if there was no TV show, I don't make the TV show. They, no. you know, so, so the money is in the TV show. The money is in the magazine and, and all the ad revenue that comes in through that. And so I don't really deserve to make any money, to be quite honest. Yeah. I think it's fun. It's, it's, a, it's slightly ego-boosting to have this Twitter account that you can, can play around with and have some fun with and, and try and do some good with. I like to think that it's good for karma. Yeah. I like to think that, that Nigel is something that makes people smile on Twitter and... Yeah, it's just having a positive, happy effect on people's day. That, that's about people's days. That's about as good, I think, as it's going to get with Nigel. And, and that's it. There isn't any money to be made from it. Nigel is not for sale, is that what you're saying? You can't officially sell a Twitter account. 
Oh, can't you? No. Oh, okay, we won't say that then. I mean, if someone wants to put a briefcase of money on my doorstep <laughs> and then phone me up and ask for free... <laughs> yeah, they're going to have the password then, sure. <laughs> no, it, I've been asked that as well. Would you sell the account? Would you sell it? You can't sell Twitter accounts. Oh, I didn't know that. No, you're not allowed to. It's in the terms and conditions. Yeah. So that's never going to happen. I won't ask to buy it off you then. Not only that. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't afford it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, not only that. I don't think I ever could could part with Monty's dog, Nigel, because I, I kind of need it for other reasons that aren't financial. Yeah. There will be times in the day where I think, I fancy a tweet as Nigel. What do I think he's up to right now? And you've got it. That's Sometimes quite hard. it's just so random. Right? It's quite hard to get into that mindset. Sometimes I'm on fire. There'll be two or three days where I'm absolutely on fire and it seems like Nigel's brilliant. And then there's other times where you get writer's block or tweeter's block and you just can't think of anything to say. Yeah. January, February now, I try not to tweet at all. I have a little break because it's quite hard work. It's quite intense. <laughs> yes, it's hard work trying to think of things all the time. And especially in January when, when the gardening world is not really very active and there's nothing growing and there's, there's not a lot of things to retweet. Yeah. You can't invent stories about Monty being out planting things in January because he's probably not. not yeah. It could be in a greenhouse. It could be in a potting shed. but They're definitely not out there. No. Like anyone. <laughs> like no. anyone. So... Let's, um, just talking about Gardener's World. Yeah. Obviously, like, a die-hard fan of it. Yeah. I've not. I've watched it for a couple of years, on and off. Yeah, yeah. You watch it four years straight. It's always been the same. Has it always been the same? Well, obviously, it's doubled in length. There's a few episodes, I think, at the start of this series that are only going to be thirty minutes long. But I think that's for, for um, scheduling reasons. Yeah. Always gets replaced by snooker, doesn't it? It does get pushed off by the snooker. I, I don't really understand why they do that. Why don't they just push that off onto the red button or BBC Three? Because the gardeners would always want to find it anyway. So. Doesn't matter what channels are on if you if. I know we we would go and look for. Go, it. And go for it. Yeah. They have actually done a couple of times. Well, at, at least once. I think there's a couple of times. I had suggested, as well, rather Nigel on Twitter had suggested that perhaps there could be a jobs for the weekend video, like two minutes long. Yeah. So although the snooker kept the program off, maybe they could film that and just put it on their Facebook page. Yeah. So they did. Monty said, "Oh, we've we've done a very short jobs for the weekend this week. There's no gardens world." And it was the idea of Monty's dog Nigel, which is very generous of him to say that. And, yeah. and that was a real compliment because I thought, well, great. I've actually had a positive impact on the show. That's probably the most I've ever well, known. He actually said on the yeah, yeah, thing, oh, yes. that's yeah. good. So I like You'd think they'd just take that as their own, wouldn't you? you wouldn't well, maybe. But you no, know, no, he was very honest about it. And, 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 and I like them doing that. I think that's a really good idea. Yeah. I think when the show is off, the jobs of the weekend at least keeps people in touch. I think most people tune in on a Friday night because they've had a hard day on a Friday at the end of a very long week. Yeah. They want to have some wine, they want to kick back, and they just want to relax. And that's why Monty and Nigel, Nell, Longmeadow, the bird song, just wandering around peacefully watching him at work, digging, planting things. It's relaxing. It's yeah. relaxing TV. And... It's interspersed with interesting little segments from other presenters. Now, I'm not going to say I find them all, all the other presenters always produce something that I'm interested in because gardening is such a diverse topic. Yeah, I mean... I'm not really into cactuses, for example, cacti. No. They don't really do it for me. So if there was a 
five minute, seven minute segment on cactus growing, I'll probably mute that. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to be honest, because I probably need a break. I'm on Twitter. Remember, during Gardener's World, my, tw my phone starts going mad. My eye bone. My eye bone. <laughs> the eye bone starts going crazy at about 8.15. Yeah. And it doesn't stop till 10. <laughs> it means we it's can't a busy go, Friday, mate. We can't go out of the house on Friday. <laughs> we just cannot go out. My wife knows that. <laughs> That's written in the... It's written in. You got married, that was written yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Or I've got friends and they'll send me a text message. Do you want to go out tonight? And it's Friday. I can't go out. You know I can't go out. It's Friday night. Ten. It's Gardener's World. I have even been abroad at a concert for a group no on a different time zone and still be Nigel during the concert and I'm not even in the country I'm not even watching the show that's dedication it is dedication I will retweet things that people are saying obviously I can't say a lot about what is being said I will still run a Monty Bingo because I'll still try and guess what the words are and if someone else if enough people say bingo then I know it's bingo and I retweet the bingo yeah. but that's that's pretty bizarre yeah to be at a, a, a concert for an 80s group like Depeche Mode, because Nigel loves Depeche Mode. Of course. Depeche Bone, I think he calls them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, worried for you a little bit. I feel, yeah. I feel like, is it taking over you? <laughs> it, it, it's hard. It is hard work being Nigel. People don't realise it's very hard. But it's a beast that I created, literally a beast I created. Yeah. And I've got to carry on with it. Nice. Social media and TV sort of become quite big. Like you said, now the hashtags. When Gardens World's coming, it's become quite a big thing with people sitting. I don't watch many programmes without Twitter at the same time. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it, how it's changed like Antiques Roadshow, for example, the hashtag Antiques Roadshow is more fun than Antiques Roadshow. They've got an actual hashtag for yeah. Antiques Roadshow. Nigel watches Antiques Roadshow, sometimes he gets that, yeah. involved. That also tickles me. If I'm the number one hashtag tweet for <laughs> Antiques Roadshow, well, not a sound, Nigel is up there at the top. Yeah, Antiques Roadshow. The comments you see on that, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant, because it's not serious at all. Again, it's comedy, it's comedic. Yeah. It's probably not what the BBC intended. They would probably much rather people were talking about the value of a Lalique vase or something <laughs> and how they've got a Lalique vase, but it's not. It's a lot of people just taking the mickey. It's just bizarre, because I don't feel like... Maybe a couple of years ago, no-one used to sit... Maybe a couple of years... Yeah, maybe two years ago, people didn't really sit in front of the TV with their phones. I did. Oh yeah, that's true, you did. <laughs> oh, maybe it's been like, I don't it's know, growing. it's been a progressive thing. I think it's growing. Which that's, that's... I find annoying sometimes, but then at the same time, like for Gardener's World, I enjoy seeing what's going on. Especially with a subject that you like. It's a weird thing if you think about it, because you should be paying attention to what you're watching. So if you're really... I have to watch Gardener's World twice. Yeah. Because I can't watch it while I'm tweeting and fully pay attention to what's being said from a gardener's perspective. So I would love to just sometimes not be tweeting and just watch Gardener's World. But I've got to deal with 500 tweets during 30 minutes. Yeah, it's tough. It's a tough old life. It's a tough old life with a dog, mate. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, is there anything else you want to add to this little podcast? No. To your dog fans? To my dog fans? No, not really. Thank you for, for being one of Nigel's fans, if you are one. Thank you for following Nigel. I hope I make you laugh. Hope it brings joy to your day, and um, get ready for the bingo. Keep, keep believing because it really is Nigel. It's not me. <laughs> I've got to end on that. The pause though. It's the pause that. The I... pause. Talking oh. of which, you should hit the pause button. <laughs> Thanks, mate. The garden chit chat.
So there you go. Uh, Monty's dog Nigel there on the podcast once again. I hope you enjoyed that chat. It was a bit of fun. And, um, you know, my heart goes out to Mr. Monty Don because I know he, he loves he loved Nigel. Do you know what I mean? He was a big part of the family. I, I, I'm sure Monty Don listens. Sure, of course he does. Um, so there you go, guys. I hope you enjoyed that repotted episode. Let me know in the comments and um, I shall speak to you next week. Migration. Podcast sponsored by Flyro.